0: Okay, so last week we put out a podcast on July 4th, which means this week our podcast is coming out on, you guessed it, July 11th. And you know what that means? <laughs> yeah. Happy 7-Eleven, everybody. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> it's 7-Eleven day. What? what? No way. Last week, July 4th was a holiday, and I think today should be one as well. I mean, think about it. We could call it something like, oh, uh, I don't know. How about... Today's date is 7-11, so that means free slurpy day. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, free slurpy day. And since Happy Life Studios is the official podcast of the holidays, I mean, we even do podcasts on days that should be holidays. So, you know, we have to do one on July 11th. For reals? Truth be told, it was always kind of one of my dreams to live right next to a 7-Eleven. So, happy 7-Eleven day, happy Showing lifer. You. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome Happy Life Studios. Are you happy? Is it not then why? Is it not then why? We're here to help your life be happy. What's up, Happy Lifer? Thanks for joining us today. I'm so glad that you did. Think about it. I think 7-Eleven or Free Slurpee Day is a perfect holiday. I mean, who doesn't get happy when things are free, especially when the thing is something like a Slurpee? And I think it's a great thing for us at Happy Life Studios to celebrate as well because it makes us happy, right? I mean, who can't get happy with a free Slurpee? So I, I know for sure that it makes me happy. And check this out. I'm I'm not the only one that thinks that way. According to Ryan Hart, that's H-A-R-T, .org, the number 7-Eleven represents things like faith, motivation, and get this, happiness. (laughs) So it's 7-Eleven when we're putting this out, and that sure makes me happy. Like I said, it was always a dream of mine to live by a 7-Eleven, and we're not close, but we are right across the parking lot. When my kids were younger, we moved into a house, and our fence backed up to a parking lot, which backed up to a gas station that had a convenience store in it. And uh, so we made a secret doorway in our fence that we didn't have to walk all around the block. And so it was just like within a one-minute walk, we were there. So I kind of realized <laughs> my dream. But one reason why I always wanted to live by a 7 is, well, because of this. Seven has got everything. Seven Eleven has everything in it. It has everything we need. If you run out of milk, you run out of eggs, you run out of sugar, you just got a sugar fixer, you're hungry, you want to get a snack, a hot dog, you want to get a refreshment, a, a thing, an ice cream, whatever, 7-Eleven has it. It has everything you need in that store. That's why it's called a convenience store. It's convenient. And 7-Eleven is convenient because of its diversity. I mean, 7-Eleven is all about convenience because 7-Eleven is all about diversity. And so since we're doing a podcast on 7-Eleven, I thought it would be good to do a little history of 7-Eleven. Why not? Because it's kind of a cool history. It might be too detailed for some or a little long, but stay with me because I have a reason for this. 7-Eleven started in 1927. It was originally Southland Ice Company that sold nothing but ice. But 1927, someone decided to start selling, at, that their store started selling ice, eggs, milk, bread, etc. In fact, 16 of the Southland Ice Company stores were selling these items along with their ice. Really because it was out of convenience. So people wouldn't have to drive so far. And so long to get to a market or a grocery store or whatever. So they sold it with their ice, which was perfect because not everyone had refrigerators back then. So they sold the ice with it. And that's also what helped Southland Ice Company to keep the eggs and the bread and stuff fresh while they sold it to their customers. A year later, 1928, one of the owners of one of the Southland Ice Company stores went to Alaska and came back with, get this, a totem pole, this big totem, totem pole, I don't know how they got it back back home, but they went to Alaska on a trip, came home with a, an Alaskan totem pole, and they put it in front of the store. Well, that store got so much attention because of the totem pole, pretty soon all the Southland Ice Company stores started putting totem poles up, which also led to them having native Alaska themes in the stores which also led them to change their name from Southland Ice Company to totem stores. Because the totem pole, but people would also tote away their groceries and their purchases, etc. That year, 1928, gas stations were also added to some of the stores to see how that would fare, which obviously went pretty well, as you can tell by today, right? But then 1931, the Great Depression hit. 7-Eleven, at that point... To survive, had to sell its shares. So now this private company was owned by the public. In 1946 is when they changed the hours uh, to 7 in the morning to 11 p.m. at night, which is, of course, how they got their name, 7-Eleven. It isn't a big deal to us now because stores all over the place are open like that. But back in 1946, that was un heard of nobody did that so they were kind of on the front line as you can see they were on the edge of a lot of stuff this this corporation from from the get-go doing stuff just out of the box that no one else was thinking of doing in 1963 that's when 7-eleven started keeping a few stores open 24 hours to see how that would work and we all know how that turned out obviously in 1963 they also purchased 126 speedy mart convenience stores in 1965, that's the one we really want to know. That's when the Slurpee was introduced. <laughs> I think that's probably what put 7-Eleven on the map as much as anything else was the Slurpee. In 1968, 7-Eleven signed their first licensing agreement with Garbco Incorporated. In 1971, they bought out Pack-a-Sack convenience store chain not a great name pack a I just want to I just want to shop there because the name. Let's go to pack Where are you going? Go going to Pack-a-Sack. Can I come? <laughs> Pack-a-Sack. Okay, anyway, in 1976, that's when the Big Gulps were introduced, believe it or not, which I find interesting to be 11 years after the Slurpee was introduced. But in 1987, 7-Eleven tried again to go private by buying out all the stocks only to have the stock market crash happen. So at this point, they once again had to sell the shares again to the public. In 1990, 7-Eleven had filed for bankruptcy and they had transferred 70% of the company's control to a Japanese affiliate called Ito Yokata. This actually bailed out 7-Eleven a year later. In 2010, 7-Eleven opened its first environmentally friendly green 7-Eleven store, as well as that's when they launched their Slurpee app that went crazy. In 2020, 7-Eleven purchased the Speedway convenience store chain and opened their first cashierless location. And 7-Eleven has stores in, check this, Cambodia, Hong Kong, India, Indonesia, Israel, Japan, Laos, Macau, Mainland China, Malaysia, Philippines, Singapore, South Korea, Taiwan, Thailand, United Arab Emeritus, Vietnam, Norway, Sweden, Denmark, the UK, Canada, Mexico, Brazil, Australia. I'm sure there's even more out there, but 7-Eleven... Is all about convenience because 7-Eleven is all about diversity. A 7-Eleven has everything you need. That's why it's convenient because it has it's diversified. It doesn't just sell. In the beginning, Southland Ice Company just sold ice and then they added eggs and milk and bread. Next thing you know, they're adding Alaska to the whole theme and adding totem poles. Then they become owned by the public. Then they buy a bunch of speedy Mart stores. They signed a license agreement with GarbCo. They bought out sack stores. They're open to the public again after it tried to go private. Then a Japanese firm uh, bought it. They started a green 7-Eleven store, had a Slurpee app. They purchased a Speedway convenience store chain. All those diversity, all those different items, all those different people, all those different oh races, flavors, styles. Foods, all those things, all that diversity of all those companies, all those people, all those things came together and form what we call 7-Eleven today. Not only that, check this out. 7-Eleven is the phone number of the telecommunications relay service, which helps people with disabilities like those who are deaf, hard of hearing, or deaf and blind, or have a speech disorder, so that they can place phone calls to standard telephone users using a keyboard or assistive device. They do that by typing in 711, 711. Which takes us right into last week's episode. Last week is a holiday. I think that this week should be a holiday. 711 should be a holiday as well. Don't you agree with me? Come on. You know you agree with me, 711. Let's make it free Slurpee Day, right? Th- this fits right along with last week's because check out this old school commercial. You're gonna like the freedom when a new day is dawning at your 711. Freedom's, Freedom's waiting for you. Last week we talked about freedom. We talked about how to let freedom grow. We talked about what can destroy freedom and how you let freedom grow is by what? By love is how freedom grows. So you want more freedom, whether you live in a country that is quote unquote free or not, really it matters how free you are, right? And so if you want your freedom to grow, you do it by loving people. And if you want your freedom to be destroyed, you do it by biting back at each other, backbiting, ravaging each other, annihilating each other. That's all in podcast. Check it out if you haven't checked it out already. It's called United. But like that commercial said, freedom is waiting for you. It's waiting for us. Our freedom. We're not in control of the country. We can't control the country. We can't control these people. But We can't control our own personal freedom. And that can either grow through love or it can be destroyed through backbiting other people, through just having that mentality, having a free spirit or having a judgmental f- spirit, having a free spirit or having a selfish spirit like we talked last week. Which is why I say Oh thank heaven for 7 Oh thank heaven Oh thank heaven for 7. Thank heaven. 7-Eleven. And I think that fits in perfectly with last week's podcast, with Freedom, because also according to RyanHeart.org, 7-Eleven symbolizes our need for God to guide us along the right path. Check this out. RyanHeart.org says, when we are on our own, it is easy to feel lost or overwhelmed. I woke up this morning thinking about this podcast and my Bible app had the Bible verse of the day on it. And here's what it said. It was so powerful. I thought I should do a podcast on that, but I can't do it today because I'm doing one on 7-Eleven. And then as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, wait a minute, these two go hand in hand with each other. 7-Eleven is all about convenience because 7-Eleven is all about diversity. It's all these people. It's all this product all into one space. Think of the world. I mean, you see all the, I told you, all the places that 7 has stores in, they have stores in all over the world. But what if we considered, thought of the world as one great big huge 7 What if we thought of the world as one great big huge convenience store and all the people, all the inhabitants are the different products of it? We're diversified. Man, we'll have all the different flavors and styles and mentalities and wisdom and, and all, these, all this together are part of this convenience store. It fits perfectly with the verse of the day that said this, you're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family, end quote. Wow. We're all part of this big convenience store called God's family, right? And we discover who we really are when we show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. Other ways to say that are, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall inherit the earth. But I like how these guys said it in the message translation. You're blessed. That word blessed can also be translated into the word happy. So in other words, you're happy when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in this convenience store called God's family. Now we got the ability right now with a worldwide platform to teach people, to show people how to cooperate with each other, not necessarily even posting anything, just by when I cooperate with you, when you cooperate with me, we are showing people, we are teaching people, we are showing them that we can cooperate, even though we may be on different ends of the spectrum, on whatever that spectrum may be. Race, mentality, politics, opinion, it doesn't matter. When we get along, when we cooperate, instead of compete or fight, doesn't that fit right along with last week's episode? I mean, if you haven't listened to it yet, you need to listen to it. it this, I think it fits perfectly in you know, with last week's episode. And then I saw this post shared on Facebook today. And I thought, man, I got to share that too. And it fits right in with what we're talking about. It was from Share Love. And they said this, my dad was an addict. He died from an overdose in 2018. I once got mad at him when his food stamp card was denied, and I had to cover his groceries. It wasn't about the money. I gave him a hard time when he broke my glass-measuring cup. It wasn't about the cup. He commented on a new haircut, and I was enraged because he'd already seen it, and I assumed he was too drunk to remember. It wasn't about my hair. I drove him from doctor to doctor, from rehab to rehab, but I was frequently short-tempered, visibly put out by what he required of me. It wasn't about the time. He was homeless for many years. He used to stand on corners with a sign and ask for whatever money or food people were willing to give. I loved him, but I was frequently embarrassed by him. I was mad about my childhood and what bled into my adulthood and I found any way to take it out on him. He's gone now and I'm not mad at him anymore. I'm mad at how much I let my inability to forgive him affect our relationship. Now he is free and I'm chained, weighed down by all the grace I couldn't bear to give a person who so holy was in need of it. I just want to say that again. <laughs> Now he is free and I'm chained. Weighed down by all the grace I couldn't bear to give a person whose soul, holy was in need of it. They go on to say, give forgiveness. Because my regret over withholding it is stronger than all the anger I felt throughout the years. From I am that wife, colon, marriage and motherhood. So... I say, thank heaven for 7-Eleven because 7-Eleven has everything we need. And I'm not just talking about milk and bread and sugar and Slurpees. God bless them. (laughs) And God can bless big gulps, can bless them too. And big bites, man, (laughs) big blessing for the big bites, right? But in, in this whole convenience store called God's family, that we could all be a part of when we learn how to not compete, but to get along and cooperate instead of fight with each other. We discover who we are and we discover our place in this whole thing. We have what the creator of that post needs. Together, we have what that person needs. They didn't have the grace to give the person who really needed it. Think about it. The people that make me the angriest are people that probably need my grace the most. But you know what gets me through those times when I fail. When I blow it, when I'm just feeling like I'm that post, other people in this convenience store, that person's going to give me peace. This person will give me correction. This person will give me comfort. <laughs> so I say, thank heaven for 7-Eleven. Did you realize that God actually has a 7-Eleven? We talk about God's family being a convenience store, but in the book of Matthew, if you go to chapter 7 and start in verse 7 and go to verse 11, so it's God's 711. It's God, in fact, it's even better. It's God's 7711, right? So it's God's 711. And if you read that passage, it's, it's why I say that God has a 711. Check this out. It says, quote, don't bargain with God, be direct, ask for what you need. This isn't a cat and mouse hide-and-seek game we're in. If your child asks for bread, do you trick him with sawdust? If he asks for fish, do you scare him with a live snake on his plate? As bad as you are, you wouldn't think of such a thing. You're at least decent to your own children. So don't you think the God who conceived you in love will be even better? End quote. God's got a 7-Eleven store with everything we need. We just got to ask. When you walk to the 7-Eleven store and they say, how are you doing? We just tend to ignore them. We just go on our way. But if we don't know what to find, we can ask them and they can show us where they have a God's 7-Eleven has everything we need. He says, don't bargain with him. Be direct. Tell him what you need. The answer, in my opinion, is for that person to go to God's 7-Eleven and tell God, here's what I need. I feel terrible that I didn't give out the grace. Could you forgive me for that? What can I have? What do you think about that? God help. That's, people say they don't know how to pray. If you can say God help, that's prayer. God, I feel this way. Help me. That's prayer. (laughs) Forget the folding of the hands. Forget the bowing of the head and the closing of the eyes and kneeling by your bed. I never do that because if I did that, I would never pray. I don't, and if other people do that, that's fine. Let them do that. But you don't have to do that. You don't have to follow some ritual. You don't have to follow some religious Exercise to pray. All you have to do is go into God's 7 Eleven store and just say, God, here's how I feel. Here's what I'm looking for. I need some peace. I need some hope. And don't get sidetracked. I need money. Why do you need money? Because you want to pay your bills or because you think if you have money, you're going to be happy. But God can just give you straight happy without giving the money. God doesn't always give us, He, he changes the root and then the fruit just happens. I remember me as a kid, we'd go on vacation. And man, every time we'd stop at a gas station, I would beg dad, can I have a can of pop? Can I have a can of pop? Please, can I? And back then, they just had cans of pop and maybe bottles of pop, but they didn't have big old, you know, 40 ounces, 50 ounces, 64 ounces of pop. They just said, in fact, the original Big Gulp, if you look at it now, you're like, that's a Big Gulp. It looks so small because we're used to theater size, right? We're used to, anyway, I would beg him to beg him and beg him. Every once in a while, dad would say, yes, you can. But he would always finish the sentence with, but you have to share it with your brother and sister. That is... <laughs> One twelve ounce can of pop that I'm going to share with my brother and sister. And so we're all, you know, he drank more. She drank too much. We're all fighting each other over it. I remember it affected me so much as a kid that one day I'm in college and I'm I'm driving down the road and I see a convenience store pop up. I see another convenience store and I see a bunch of convenience stores. At this point, I'm thinking, man, I wish I could just stop in there and get a can of pop. And then I went, wait a minute. I can. I'm not on vacation with my dad. I've got money. It's like a buck. And I stopped in and bought a, a Big Gulp. And from that moment on, for years, there was always a Big Gulp in my hand or in my car or in my refrigerator. I, I, I couldn't find a convenience store that I could pass. <laughs> I would always find a Mountain Dew in some Big Gulp. And that's what I want to close it with. Because God's 7 has free refills. I used to have, a, have to share a 12-ounce can. Now I can have my own Big Gulp. And God isn't just for religious people. He isn't just for certain people that go to church. God is for everybody. He wants us all to be a part of his family. Remember, Matthew 5, 9 says, you're happy when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight, because that's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. God's family, God's convenience stores for all of us. 7-Eleven is about convenience because 7-Eleven is about diversity. And God's 7-Eleven is the same way. All of us have what each other need in our lives to help us get through what we're going through. We're all meant to be a part of God's family. We just have to stop competing and fighting and start asking for help. Go get yourself a big gulp of grace and give it to somebody. Find that big gulp of hope and give it to somebody. Go ask God for a big gulp of forgiveness, for a big gulp of happy, (laughs) like a double gulp. Just ask God to overwhelm you with happy. If you're sad, ask him to overwhelm you with your happy. If you're anxious, ask him to overwhelm you with a big gulp, a double gulp of peace. If you're angry, ask God to give you a double gulp of forgiveness, of, of contentment. Man, God's convenience store has everything. And he tells us, be direct, don't bargain with me, just tell me what you want. Make someone happy, make just one someone happy, and you will be happy too. Mm. That's a 7 Eleven that I could visit all the time. And to be honest, I do. Remember, life isn't always perfect, but that doesn't mean it can't be happy.